guys. Nick Lanciano, the one and only Nicky Lance back here at the Yo South Philly Show, episode two. We'll try and do this, guys. Hopefully we'll get a bigger audience than we did last time. So welcome to the Yo South Philly Show. It's April 8th, 2021. I'm Nick Lanciano. You can catch this podcast on Anchor, Breaker Audio, Google Podcasts, PCA, Radio Republic, and Spotify. Of course, you could always watch the playback of this broadcast on our good old friend Facebook, uh, the, Yo- the Facebook Yo South Philly group, and WPRT online radio pages. If you have any requests or questions, uh, feel free to email me at nickl at lancianoproductions.com. That's nickl at lancianoproductions.com. All right, what do I have today? So we all have these, uh, you know, growing up in South Philly and these these tight streets. I grew up I grew up on a very small street and uh, called Wilder Street. It was a small street. I mean, you could barely get a car up there. You had to be really skilled, you know, in order to get a uh, a car going up there. So when you you know you're in these little streets, you uh, you you get close to the people up the street, right? Hey Debbie, and all everybody that's watching on Facebook right now. How you doing, Deb? Thanks for tuning in. You're gonna love this, Deb. Uh, so you, you you know you tend to know everybody's business. You know when you you're, you grew, you grew up on a sh- small street like Wilder Street. So uh, I'm gonna bring up two two characters, two crazy neighbors of ours. Now, Debbie used to live right next door to me, right, Deb. Uh, and uh, she she'll she'll back me up on this. We're taking calls now today too. So two six seven two nine six two five three nine. If you want to call in, I would love for you to call in and get some interaction going on this. Make the show a little better. But the two people that I'm going to bring up that stand out the most of me growing up in South Philly, they both had the same name, Jenny. Now, okay, so the first one is a little more interesting than. The second, even though not far, (laughs) not far. Okay, so Jenny that lived next door to me, um, let me tell you the background of that, because she couldn't talk, she was tongue-tied, and I I hate, we used used to call her Jenny Ubba Dubba, you know, we were very insensitive, you know, back then, but it was not very nice, but that's what we called her, Jenny Ubba Dubba, and um, this woman would just wait at her window, just, she would sit at her window, she had to be 107, I don't know, but she would wait at the window, at her window, and we would always be playing baseball, uh, softball, not softball, uh, punch ball, uh, or throwing the ball around, you know, the pimple balls back in the day, they couldn't break a window or anything like that, she would wait there, in a second, that that ball hit her pavement, that woman would come out screaming like a an Indian with his penis chopped off. I mean, <laughs> she and she would make such a fuss. She would throw herself on the ground. The rescue squad have has come many times to pick her up because of her temper tantrum because <laughs> because the ball touched her pavement. Didn't hit her window. Didn't touch it. Okay. So this, and she, and this is reoccurring, you know, like, I mean, this went on for years and years and years. And uh, let me give you a little story about 
why she was tongue-tied. Now, I'm not making fun of, you know, that she was tongue-tied. So back in the day, now this woman was old when I was young, so she was already ready to go, um, which is which makes this even more incredible. Back in the day when you when you died, um, from what I was told, you didn't uh, they didn't embalm people. They just packed you in ice, and then you know and they would and then you would go and do the funeral and the viewing and all that stuff. So. So from from what I've was told over the years, she woke up in the coffin at the funeral. She wasn't dead. They thought she was dead, and people were passing out and running out of the. <laughs> Can you imagine this? <laughs> Can you imagine this? And I believe it. I believe it because I and I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but and then when she woke <laughs> when she woke up. She had this uh, tongue-tied problem, and that's how that happened to her. Now, this woman had to be supernatural. She had to be. She had to have some kind of superpowers because I'll never forget one day I'm coming home from school. (laughs) I'm coming home from Newman, and uh, I'm walking up the street, and we were getting, at the time, what was called Pop Vision. It was like the first kind of cable TV we had on our side of the street. They put an antenna on the roof, and you would get cable. So we were getting that. And the ladder, when I turned up the street, the ladder was was up um, on the roof, you know, on the, on the house, leaning up against the house. And uh, I'm, I'm walking up the street. Jenny was obsessed with the roof. She always thought that it was leaking. So as I'm coming up the street, I'm, I'm, I, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I, she always wore like a sundress. It was <laughs> middle of the summer. And, and these black heels um, and her pantyhose. And uh, she was climbing up the ladder of the house, like getting to the, to so, so she could see what was on the roof. She was old, man. She was old. I'm not kidding. And, uh, so I'm looking at this like, holy shit. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this old lady. She's climbing up the ladder to see what's on the roof. And all of a sudden she reached it, reaches the top. Now, what is it? 30 feet 25, 30 feet, a a two-story rural home in South Philly. I see her reaching for the roof on the ladder, and and she misses it, and she starts to fall backwards. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I couldn't get there fast enough to even even catch her if if I was going to. I thought she was going to just, you know, call her broomstick and just fly. But this woman fell. 30 feet from the top of the roof, slammed on her back on the pavement of, of her house, of my house. She had to see. Slammed. I'll never forget it. It was like it, it was in slow motion. She was like, <laughs> I'm like, what's going to happen to this lady? She slams the, she slams on Onto the onto the the pavement, and I I am like, oh my god, this is going to be a bloody mess, a bloody mess. 
And I run over. And she's laying on her back. And I look over her and she goes, hi, Nitty. <laughs> and she gets up. She stood up after falling 30 feet, 30 feet. So nobody's going to tell me that this woman wasn't some kind of witch or had or some kind of superpowers or something like that because that was incredible. I know if I fell at 30 feet, anybody 30 feet, you're breaking something. She got up, walked away, brushed it off like nothing happened and went in her house. That was Jenny Abadaba. She was amazing and sometimes, you know, she would make you really angry because the kids couldn't do anything on the street. She would she would just uh, constantly yell at the kids no matter what they did. Fire plug, forget it. Forget it. You put the fire plug on. You had Jenny that lived next door to me. We were, my family had the uh, the wrench for the fire plug. For all you kids that aren't listening right now, uh, that's what we used to do. Uh, instead of playing video games, we went out in the street, turned on the fire hydrant, and we had our spent our day out there uh, getting wet from the fire plug. And uh, so I had the wrench. I don't know how he got it. My father got it, but we were the ones that would be able to turn on the fire hydrant or turn it off with the fire plug, right, Debbie? And uh, so you turn that on, you had the crazy Jenny on the left, and then there was the crazy Jenny across the street in which the water would touch her pavement from the fire plug. Now, this Jenny... This was her deal. First of all, she put a lock on the outside of her door, her front door, so she can lock her husband, Pat, inside. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You can't make this up. And uh, she, she would lock him in there, and she would do this every night, every night. And back then, you know, everybody would be sitting out on their when their patio chairs are on the step or the kids would be playing up the street. And uh, she would, like clockwork, you know, I don't know what time it was, but it was always at night, I guess around 7, 7.30, she'd come out and she would lock, she would put the eye hook and just lock her husband inside the house. And, you know, the first time we're seeing this, as kids were like, oh, she's locking him in the house. Uh, <laughs> something not right about that. And then she would proceed down the steps and walk up and down the street screaming at the top of her lungs for God to take her now. I'm not kidding. And it would, for hours, up and back. And if you said, would you be quiet? Because people at the, by that time, she would be like, it'd be like 10 o'clock at night. People were trying to start to go to sleep. And people, you hear them screaming out, would you shut up? And you, you go to hell. Oh, take me. She kind of reminded me of Sanford and Son. Remember, remember Sanford and Son? Take me. Take me now. Take me, God, the pain. The pain, God, the pain. And she would just go up and down the street for hours. For hours doing this. I don't know. Is it coincidental that they were both named Jenny? Are Jenny people crazy? I don't know. But uh, I have yet, to this day, met anybody crazier than those two. Um, but they had uh, definitely put some memories 
in my head uh, of my time growing up in South Philly. <laughs> I just can't, I can't, I can't get it out of my mind when the first Jenny was falling 30 feet from the ladder I, and then got up. It was just, I'll never forget that. It's just in my brain. It's in my brain. But there's some, there were so many characters in, in, uh, in South Philly. You know, we had Sonny. He was such a sweet guy, Sonny. We talked about him on the last show. Um, my God, who else? There was just so many. There were so many characters. You tell me. Give us a call, 267-296-2539. Who in your neighborhood in South Philly was crazy? Who was your crazy neighbor? Give me your story. Or if anybody's listening from my neighborhood around the 12th and Dickinson area, give me a call and uh, if if maybe I forgot some people because there was, there was a bunch. There was a bunch. Oh, my Lord. My Lord. You can't make this stuff up. I I could make a movie on Jenny, both Jennies. I'd like to I'd like to I'd like to see them do like a tag team, Jenny versus Jenny. <laughs> oh God, she would uh the Jenny next door to me would just we could just be watching TV. She'd walk right in. Nete, Nete, you on the oof? Nine year, my oof never eek. You fake the oof now, my oof eek. Why? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. She would just barge in the house. Just like like you know, like excuse me. <laughs> Jenny Jenny, we're we're trying to uh, you know, watch TV here and go to bed. You can't just walk into our house. Oh God. I'll never forget that woman. My God, the times. The times. That was always a good time playing under the fire hydrant. You know, or fire plug. Of course, of course, you know, you know, certain neighbors were, were, uh, you know, you got to get the spring, put the sprinkler on, put the sprinkler on. And then ones that the city gave you was just like, it would like spit nothing out. So we would just get the water fire, the, the water plug caps that they used to put on them. And then we would drill holes in them all over the place. And that was a little better, but we liked the full, uh, the full blast of the fire hydrant back then, you know, and it was like Tar Beach, you know. You get out, you go. <laughs> we'd spend all day on the. God forbid, all the water we we. Uh, God forbid, we all the. Uh, she absolutely did have a hearing problem, Francine. Yes, Francine on Facebook saying she sounded like she had a hearing problem. She did, she did, which made it even more difficult uh, to communicate with her. Uh. But yeah, they, they, it was like Tar Beach. It really was. It was like, you know, you couldn't go down the shore all the time. Uh, but, you know, what we would do is we would turn the fire plug on and go under there for hours. And then we'd have our beach towels and stuff like that. We'd sit on the step afterwards across the street in the sun where where the sun always hit that side of the street. And then, we you know, we'd get lunch or something like that. We maybe, you know, the parents would come out with lunch and we'd eat. And then we'd go back in the fire plug and play in the street. We'd lay in the street. And you just don't see it anymore, man. You just don't, you just don't see it anymore. My buddy Jeremy Alper is on Facebook. About <laughs> the neighbors that smoke that stuff that smells. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't have many of those. That I, that we knew of, but we didn't know what it was. 
But uh, man, yeah, those uh, those those times just playing in the street like that, it was amazing. It's just amazing time, amazing memories. These kids don't know anything like that. They they don't have any any experience like that. I've not, I I can't. I, can you remember the last fire? Anybody that lives in South Philly right now that still lives here? Did, have, could you remember the last time you saw the kids playing under the fire hydrant? Or if you're driving in the car and they, you know, the fire hydrant on, they usually would give you like a car wash. You had no choice. You had to get a car wash because they were going to soak your car one way or the other. You know, especially it would be it would be terrible. <laughs> it would be terrible when you just coming back from the car wash. You would still have to get hit with the car wash. It was just the law. It was just the street law. You know, you drive up the street, kids had the fire plug on, you're getting wet, your car's getting wet. Didn't matter if your windows were open. You would say, no, wait, let me roll my windows. Nope, you got wet. That was South Philly, baby. That was South Philly. It was awesome. What an awesome time. Come on now, 267-296-2539. Tell me your story. I want to know if you had a crazy neighbor. We all did. We all did. Call up at your story. I mean, I could go... I can go outside of my neighborhood a little bit. I don't remember exactly. I don't remember exactly where this was. But who remembers the guy that tried that tried to trip the cars with the rope? Do you remember this guy? Do you remember him? I don't remember where that was. But he would tie a long rope around a, like a fire plug on one side of the street. <laughs> and then he would run. To across the other side of the street, and when the cars go by, he would pull the rope like it was going to trip the cars. He would always do it. Anybody remember that guy? Is it just me? Is it just me? Nobody? No? Okay. I remember that guy like it was yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he used to do it all the time. I don't remember where it was. He might even be in a different different sections, but... uh yeah, he tried the trip. Where do you find them? Where do these people? You're only going to find them here. You're only going to find them in South Philly. They're interesting people, man. <laughs> they might be a little crazy, but he did it. He's trying to trip the cars with the rope. Tenth and Washington, that's right. Rope man. Tenth and, tenth and Washington, Tenth and Christian. Yeah, what do we got? We got two. We got the uh, conflicting reports here on the Facebook uh, notes here. He thought he was fishing. I don't know, but he, he he looked like he was trying to trip the cars. I don't know what he was fishing for, Lorraine. <laughs> but but I think we're talk we're all talking about the same person. Yeah, that was crazy. Crazy times. So who's gonna be the first? I haven't you realized since I started this thing and I and uh this this is going really it's the third show. We did a test show. And I've only gotten one or two callers from you people. Are you serious? Like the stories that we can tell, let the public know about our beloved South Philly growing up here. Nobody has any stories that they would willing to call up and talk about on the show. Are you kidding me? We people in South Philly have the biggest mouths ever and nobody wants to talk. That is hard to believe the number. I I made it simple. The number, I put it up on the screen. You could see it, 267-296-2539. I'm here. I'm waiting for your call. 
I can't make you call. You got to do it. You got to do it. But anyway. Yeah. I would love to. I would love to somehow. Like I wish like we could get in a time machine. And just take some of the kids from now. You know. Take our kids. Or take the younger kids or whatever. Not take them. But you know what I mean. And bring them back. I bet you. The kids today would have the time of their life because I certainly did. I certainly did. My childhood is 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 here. I, I'll never forget the things we did uh, when we were when we were little. Nobody, I don't see them riding bikes or anything like that. I remember we uh, bikes were a big thing. We used to think we were chips. Remember, remember me, me and my friend Anthony Cedrone used to used to think uh, we were chips. Hold on, hold on. Chips, the TV show. I think we got a phone call here. Hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. Hi. How you doing? Yeah, good. Who is this? This is Nick Lanciano. Oh, I know, but I don't hear you on the... (laughs) I see you talking. Are you not hearing me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I just want to say what a great... Hi, Nick. What a great job you're doing. Oh, thank you. And... um, I have one story for you. Okay, lower, lower, lower your in the background because it'll, okay. it'll, it'll, it'll okay. feedback. Okay. <clears throat> there you go. Okay, so there were three little boys that lived across the street from me on Thirteenth Street. Do you remember them, Jason? Um, there were three little boys very close in age on Thirteenth. On Thirteenth, they lived. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That right at the right at the end of or the beginning of Wilder Street. Yes. Okay. And they were very adventurous and um, <laughs> quite a handful. So um, we went out one day, and when we got home, um, we had left the windows open on on um, on Wilder Street. Okay. And when we got home, all the all little Joey's toys were missing. And the kids climbed in the window, unbeknownst to their parents, and took Joey's toys. So from then on, we called them the Second Story Gang, the Second Story Brothers. But I think that's a funny story. It is. How did? How did? Well, there was like no cameras back then. How did you find out that that's who did it? Did, did other- well because um, they were playing outside with Joey's stuff. That's oh, how we knew. So they, so they stole oh, yeah. it. They stole yeah, they it, and hide, then they didn't hide it. Okay, they were uh, they were brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> they were brilliant. They, they stole it and then played with it in public in front of everybody. They did. Okay, they that's... did, and I think their parents um, realized what happened, and they may have told us that was a very long time ago. But um, I have good memories from that neighborhood. Oh God, yeah. It's so it changed so much now though. It's it's uh yeah. the next the next part of my segment here I'm gonna talk about that the real estate and how it's just it's just ridiculous there now. Isn't that the truth? Oh my god. Really? Oh my god. Well I really Well keep keep up all the good work and your your uh coffee with God is an amazing. Oh, did you watch story. it? Yes. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate your support. It's nice to see you. Thank you. It's nice to see me too because the alternative's not too good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nick. All right, thanks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.
There you go. There you go. That's what I want. Some some audience participation. Yeah. Anthony, Paulie, and Jason. Yeah. That's right, Ronnie. Anthony, Paulie, and Jason. Oh, my God. I had something that I was going to say, but, you know, I'm 52, and I don't remember anything. It goes like this. Like, I remember it, and then it's just like a big joke. It's like hair. Like, you know, you turn 50, you're 40, 50s, you, you start stop growing hair on your head, and it's coming out of your nose and your ears. It's a big joke. It's a big joke, folks. It's a big joke. Oh, man. What times we had back there. Hi, Marianne. Nice to see you. Hey, there you go. We're up the... F- we got some people on here. Unbelievable. All right. Give us a call. I want. We were talking about uh, the crazy neighbors around everybody. Every street had one. It was. It's like family. It's like you know. Every every family has one crazy brother or one crazy person in the family or sister, or whatever. Uh. So everybody's got a crazy crazy person that lived on the street or or that would cause drama. Let's put it that way. I want to hear your story. Two six seven two nine six two five three nine. Give us a call, and let's talk about it online and on the air, and uh, so we can juice the show up a little bit because it's very hard to talk to yourself all of the time without any participation from people. That was my William F. Buckley imitation. Love you. All right. So yeah. All right. So I was. Uh, I actually drove through the neighborhood. Um, around the 12th and Dickinson area the other day, and uh, I realized how many uh, how many stores I had. I had, like, three three or four stores in the, uh, in the area. I used to have, uh, oh, God, I used to have uh, all VCR places, but I, all the, they're all different things now. Like my first, very first one on Eisminger Street, Eisminger and Dickinson is that's just an apartment now. Let's see, we got uh, we have Debbie on the line. Hey, Nick. Debbie, Debbie, Debbie. How are you? It's good. How are you? I'm um, okay. Thanks for calling in, Debbie. To everybody is the person that lived next door to me. Yep. And uh, with during the Jenny days, she she can she can. <laughs> Can, I could ver- definitely attest to it. That's right. You can verify everything I said, right? Am I missing anything? Uh, no. I mean, you remember when Jenny across the street would just run around, not not just, well, she would follow Pat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pat would be behind her. Yep. They would go out to, like, the fast food joints, and then he would be behind her. And yeah. he would, she would be like, hurry up. Let's go. Hurry up. Yeah, she was a lot faster than him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or like, when she would scream out at 10 o'clock at night that it was going to rain. Oh, you yeah. You remember that? It's yeah. going to rain. It's going it's to rain. rain. Yeah, I always, I forgot about that. I I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always remember her just saying, you know, oh, my God, take me to pain. To pain. <laughs> and then as she ran, it's going to rain. It's, it's going to rain. We always knew the weather. We always knew when it was coming. That's right. She was our street weather forecaster. Guess what? She was more accurate than the news today. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> There's Doppler radar. Who needed Doppler radar? We had Weather Jenny. That's right. We need no Doppler radar. We had Weather Jenny. Oh, my God. My biggest memories were of you with the, with the big camera on your shoulder. 
Oh, I always had a camera, yeah. You had yeah. always had the, the video on your shoulder, and we were always out doing that kind of stuff, too. God. Or I remember when you had the store around the corner. Yeah. No. At, at my grandmother's house. That's yeah. That's the place that I was just talking about. That is that's not that's like an apartment now or something. It's not even a storefront anymore. It was sad. Nah, to see. my grandmother. Yeah, they sold it off. But yeah. I mean, it's been so many things. I mean, I remember in that store before, way before you when I was younger was my uncle Charlie. Yep. You have to remember Charlie playing his guitar and and the guys out there playing all the time. I remember it well. Absolutely, I remember yeah. it well. Yeah, that 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 store since that was like my that was like my first business. I actually would have dreams about that store, about that. Really? Cl- yeah, but but like I would go in there, uh, and, and not knowing that it wasn't mine anymore. Like it was, <laughs> I would <laughs> I would still go in there. I am so crazy in my head. I swear. We were just talking about this at dinner. How my unfortunately my daughter Mia inherited my crazy head, and. Uh, <laughs> She, it, it just, the, ugh, we both have these, what's called intrusive thoughts. It's a whole other show. I'm not even going to get into it, but, um, yeah, I have dreams of that kind of stuff. Like, uh, for a while, for years after I graduated high school, I would, uh-huh. I would always have this dream. Uh, I was running around in St. John Newman with my roster and I could never find the room. <laughs> I, could ne- I could never, ever, ever, ever find the room. And, oh my um, God. yeah. So, I don't know. It's just the way my brain works, I guess. <laughs> well, we all have crazy. Well, we're all getting older, too. So, I guess with age, it just kind of, you know, goes away. Yes, yeah, it's like you don't, you know, you don't even want to <laughs> not remember that anymore. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm trying to remember as much as I can. I don't want to forget anything. There were just so many things in that neighborhood. So many good memories. Okay. So much here, that we did. Here's one, Deb. Here's one. Okay, Mr. Mr. Movie, right? I'm Mr. Yeah. I'm Mr. Movie. Everybody, you know, you yes, know. Yes, you nobody. are. Okay. Uh, do you remember when I bursted out of my front door in my Superman tights? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was in Superman tights with the red underwear on the outside. I had yes. red tape around my shoes as the boots. And I ran up Wilder Street, and I ran all the way to Broad and Dickinson in my Superman tights because we were filming the movie. We were going to make that Superman. Oh, something wrong with me. That's why I can't stop And I'm just thinking, yeah, and I'm just thinking now, like, my God, like you know, as you go on in life, you just like, oh my God, the neighbors must have thought I was a real cool. <laughs> I also remember going down to Maurice's house yep. and, and Barb would make us out of paper, would make us the cuffs and like the, the tiara and everything for Wonder Woman. That's right. Do you, you remember? She used to make us the cuffs. She would make us the belt and she would do it all out of paper. Yeah, I, I was I had a crush on Linda Carter, boy. Uh, well, who wouldn't, Nick? Yeah. Oh, who God. Wouldn't? No, yeah. She still looks friggin' awesome after all these years. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, that's all I remember. When you say Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. Linda Carter. And, yeah, baby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, 
Oh my god. Yeah, I remember you guys walking around. You, was, you had so we had several Wonder Womans. Wonder Women's. Wonder how would you say that? Yes, Wonder, we did. Wonder Women's? Wonder Women's. Wonder Women. Wonder Women. I don't know. But yeah, it was so oh, good. Can so you was, even say that anymore? I don't know. I mean, can you say man and woman anymore? I don't even know. Uh, What's the matter with these people? <laughs> I was joking. Don't you know a joke when you hear one? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's a wonder she or well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> my God. Yeah, I remember. So all three of you dressed up as Wonder Woman. We would do it all the time. Yeah. It was so we inventive. So Weren't we inventive, though? Like yes, you know, we, we didn't. Were. Yeah, we didn't have anything. We didn't have like, we didn't have stuff like that. We didn't have to make it. Yeah, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have computers. We didn't do. We made our own fun. Oh my god, I we lo- got dirty and we didn't care about That's it. That's right. That's right. These kids don't know anything. I mean, I take the phone away from Abigail, and she don't know what to do with herself the no, rest it, of the day. No, it's like take, it's like you, it's like you suck their brain out. Yeah, it's like you took the battery out, and it's just like. Brr. They don't, know what, yeah. they don't know what to do. She'll come out and go, I'm bored, Ma. I'm like, well, we got a whole backyard. <laughs> go play outside. <laughs> yeah, okay. What? And get her nails dirty? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Us, we didn't care. Oh That's what we, and we were out all day. As soon as those lights came on, now, you had to be home. Yep. You yep. had to be home because then you knew your parents would be pissed. Yeah. Once those street lights came on. Guess what? Your other other parents would be telling you to get home. Yes. Other yes. parents would be like, "That's the your way." Your mom and dad. That's right. Carla's mom and dad. Yeah. Maurice's parents were. We all looked out for. It. See, you know what, Nick? I think that's the one thing that I really truly miss about being younger and living up that street is how close we all were. Mm-hmm. We all watched out for each other. The parents watched out for the kids and. Yeah. We were all such good friends, and we were always together, and we always had it. And didn't matter what we were doing, we always had a good time. We did, we did. And and I miss that. And I, I don't know how the kids today don't like they don't have that closeness. No, well, they don't. They've never experienced it. It's their. No. It's 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 all you know. Head in the phone, head in your games, and and they don't go outside. They don't go outside to to even know that you can do this stuff. You know, right. I, I'm telling you, you put them, you put them back in the day, uh, they would have a ball. They would have they a ball. Would. They would. I mean, we made all of our own fun. We had an imagination. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, we all knew what to do. Yeah, we had to. You know, we're not sitting in front of a TV shooting, you know, gangsters in a car. Yeah. We were outside playing fun, making our own <laughs> you kidding good me? times. The, the, the video game I had were, it was one console. It was square tanks that shot square bullets that bounced on the screen. Pong. Yeah, pong. it was like pong. <laughs> that's, what, that's what my video game was. Oh, that's the other thing I remember about you a lot, too. What? The, don't, listen, uh, don't, don't remember too much. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want. To, I don't was, want everybody to know everything. Joe Bates, when you would go over there and play P- uh, Pac-Man, yeah, yeah. Well, we would all go over there to get water ice, and we would play all the video games. Joe Bates was like the 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 to me the anchor of that little area. That, yes, you know, it was a strange, it was a strange store sometimes because you'd have like on on one shelf it'd be like you know bread, potato chips, <laughs> uh, shirts. You know, <laughs> there would be his shirts, his old shirts, like Hawaiian shirts. I remember he used to wear Hawaiian shirts all the time. Yeah. You know, the bread, maybe just, 
you know, a couple weeks old. It, you, you know. <laughs> but you went in there and you just kept pumping, pumping quarters into the machines to play, you know, all of us. Yeah, well, that that was, uh, yeah. And as I got older, I guess I think, I guess I was like 13 when I got my first job on Pashunk Avenue uh, at the videotape library. Yes. Um, I used to tell them I want to get paid in ones, all ones. <laughs> Because because it made my it made my pocket big, you know what I mean. I, I was like I had a lot of money, I th- and it was like it could have been like four, thirty bucks, <laughs> but to me it was like look at what I got, you know, look at this money I got, you know. Look but, at me, I'm a gangster. Yeah, but I would by the time I got home to Joe Bates, I would blow it on Michelle Marciano <laughs> at Joe Bates. We would play the cha cha. I forgot what the I forgot what the. Uh, for, oh god! What was the game called? It was chop, chopper, chopper something. I don't remember. But we should just sit there and play because I, I had a crush on her at the time. And so, well, was, sure, uh, you wanted to spend extra time with her, so you pumped more money into the machines. Yeah, I tried to bribe her. You know who else? <laughs> you know, and then before, I, I, I would walk out of there. And, yeah, I would walk out of there, and that wad of money would be like dwindling down to like, Mother, didn't you just get paid? I'm like, yeah, Mom. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I dropped it. I don't. <laughs> Mm. Well, Ma, but there's this girl, you know, it just kind of <laughs> happens. <laughs> Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Well, thank well, you. Well, I wanted to call in and say hi, and I'll, I'll still keep watching, but yeah. I wanted to call and say hi and reminisce a little bit. Awesome. That's what it's all about. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do. I thought, uh, God, you know, we're just a small part, you know, a 12th and Dickinson area. You know, South Philly is a big place. I there's other neighborhoods. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear more about crazy people. They just make me laugh. I don't know. I know they're the best stories. Yeah, they uh, are. They're the best stories. <laughs> all right, Deb. Well, thank well, you for calling. Good talking to you. Yeah, no problem. I'll talk, talk to, you to you later. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Hey, my sister just popped on here. Hi, Con- uh, Con- uh, Connie Lanciano Buccella. <clears throat> so yeah, my God. So he said Debbie. Uh, Debbie could. Uh, Definitely uh, verify the the crazy Jenny, the crazy streets, and stuff like that. So. Anybody else have any stories? Two six seven two nine six two five three nine. Call, give me a call, and we will uh, talk about your crazy neighbors and your memories of South Philadelphia. So I'm going to drink from my cup that has a big R on it, and my name is Nick. So I'm being adventurous. <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, you know, we still live here in South Philly. Um, you know, I know a lot of the people, a lot of the listeners don't uh, live here anymore. You all moved out to uh, Washington Township, which is South Philly South now. Um, so, uh, you know, but we still live here. And, and I don't know if you guys realize what's going on in South Philly at this particular time. You know, um, but housing, the housing here, the houses are just through the roof. Like we're talking $500,000, $600,000 for a row home. And uh, I used to have a, uh, a couple years, a few years ago, I had a place on uh, uh, 13th and 13th Street between Dickinson and Reed. There used to be a one building there was a row home, but it had three businesses in it. I believe it was an insurance guy at one time, but I had rented out the upstairs and, uh, you know, for a studio for a while. And, uh, you know, 
so for you know for a while I would come down there, going there and coming home from there and everything. I just realized how much the neighborhood changed and and I realized how many New York plates were all over the place. It was it's, it was just incredible how different it was. I felt like a stranger in, in my own neighborhood. And um, so I know that the houses were going like right next door, or a few doors down from my from my office. They got it for five hundred thousand, and I'm like, okay. But then they gutted it. I'm sorry. I spend five hundred thousand dollars. I all I want to do is walk in and sit down. I ain't got nothing, nothing, nothing. So, but this was happening like routinely, like consistently. So finally, I went up to one of them, and I'm like, and I realized they're from New York. I'm like, yeah, I realize you're from New York, you know. Uh, so what's the deal, man? I mean, you guys are like buying these houses for like five, six hundred thousand dollars, and then you're gutting them. Like, you know, what's the deal? And apparently, um, what they what, what a, a, an apartment or say an apartment would cost uh, in New York. Versus Philly, so Philly, you're looking at probably about sixteen hundred dollars a month for say an apartment. Okay, uh, in New York, that same size apartment, thirty six hundred dollars a month for an apartment uh, in New York. Um, so the houses are kind of working the same way. Um, over twenty seven thousand New Yorkers moved to Philly. Every year, we talk to Carla here because I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let this slide. Carla's been promising forever to call, and right, now I'm I got not, it. Listen, listen, listen. You don't I'm have to. Singing. You don't have to sing. I'm not singing. You don't have to. I've sing. been up for 24 hours. What's up, bud? Why are you up for 24 hours? Because I couldn't sleep last night. I'm old. Oh, you have a sleep problem? Yeah. Oh. Menopause. Oh God. Can't are, sleep. Are you going through your 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 temperature changes? Yeah. <laughs> yep. We all I gotta say is we had the best of times, man. We did. We really did. We did. You know? Yeah. And I love my Debbie. Hi Debbie. Everybody loves Debbie. Yeah. She's Even my bestie. And when she was little, she was little Debbie. Still <laughs> Debbie. She's still little Debbie. She's still little Debbie. Little Debbie, you know, the cake memory. <laughs> Oh my god! But I was cracking up with Uncle Double Jenny and Weather Jenny. I can't. Uh, yeah, I see, can't you, you're even. you're proof. You're proof too that it it happened. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Remember when she ran home like like to my house and chased my brother all the way home? I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, she was bionic. She broke my screen. She almost broke my screen door. She was like bionic. I'm telling you, there was something about that woman. She was bionic. Yeah. Carla, you run too. You moved out. You moved out to Washington Township, didn't you? No, Deptford. Oh, you're in Deptford. Yeah, I've been here for 21 years. You met? You missed the neighborhood? Oh my god! But I got Nicole Christie for me and Debbie down the block for me. So I'm, you know, it, but it's nothing like nothing like South Philly. I miss it so much. Yeah, well, but I miss the old. I miss the old South Philly. I don't miss. I don't. When I go there now, it doesn't feel like home. It just doesn't. That area, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm on the other side. I'm on, I'm the other side yeah. of Broadway. I'm like Gerard Estate, so I still see a lot yeah. of like the older South Philly crowd here. But when I cross, I, when I cross over to the other side, it's New York. When I, right, when I walk down the street, not to say I went to Pashong Avenue or something. I, I don't know. I mean, back in the day, I could see everybody I knew on every every block. 
mm-hmm. I would know somebody. Now, I don't know. I don't know anybody. The and I know a lot of people. Let me tell you, the only reason I know I'm at 12th and Dickinson when I drive by there is because Ann's on the corner. And Scola. Yeah. That's it. That's the oh. only thing. It's the only constant. <laughs> well, that's a constant. Exactly. That's a constant. That would be it. That would be it because it's, it's really, I don't know anymore. It's sad. Know. I mean, Pashuk Avenue, we, we did we did last week, but I mean, Pashuk Avenue is happening now. I mean, it, it's it's like, uh, yeah, it's not that it's not that it's changing in a bad way. It's not. In fact, I think Pashuk Avenue and the, the whole neighborhood is a lot nicer now than it was. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah, I than, agree. than, than I agree. when we were there. I agree. We didn't have all that growing up. We didn't have all those restaurants. I mean, we did have restaurants, don't so get me wrong, but yeah. it's not, it wasn't every store. It wasn't every, I don't know. And I'm not even just talking about Pajak Avenue. I'm talking about if I walk down the street, like like where my house is now, to the park, it just it, it, it just feels weird. I don't know. Yeah, no, I guess I, I, I'm missing everything there, you know. No, I get it. It's, I, it, I get it. It's, it's, you know, it's something that's always going to live inside. You know, we'll probably yeah. be moving soon, uh, within the yeah. next few years too. But, um, it's just from the Jersey. Ah, Jersey, the taxes are just insane. Yeah, and, no, tell me about. Yeah, I don't know where we're going. I, I uh, but uh, it, it's just, uh, it's just not, you know, not the same here. Now, you know where I was today, and, and and I'm sure you've been to my Pocono house many, many a time. Do you remember my Pocono house? Your Pocono house? What's that mean? You remember the Mount Pocono house? You don't remember the house? No, I was never at oh your Pocono house. Oh, my God, Nick. Debbie could tell you. I was never, knows, remember me. I was never yes, at your Pocono house. Yes, you were. I was at your Pocono house? We, we had the Pocono house in the 80s, yes. I don't remember that are at you, all. Are you getting old? Are you getting old? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Seriously? I don't remember it. Well, Debbie will remember it because Debbie went with me many a times. And I'm sure we all went down there all together. Your mom, your dad, my mom, my dad. Well, I remember us. Been in the house for years. I remember us. I remember us going to like Belmar and down oh, the shore. God, Belmar. Down the shore. Yeah. yeah Belmar Lake. You oh, know. Belmar Lake. <laughs> oh, God. The, the lake, yeah, the lake, now. the lake full of water bugs. Remember that? Oh, God. I, I, I can't. Please. I'll yeah. be up. All, I'll be up bitching all night thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know I don't remember. Uh, I don't oh remember. Oh my god! Uh, Ask your dad. Ask your dad. He'll remember. The po- you know, you had a house in the Poconos. Yeah, and, and Toby Hanna. God bless you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, since you're since you're not going to sing, Carla, I, I do appreciate that you did call in at least. All right, I did. I did. I'm sad. We're driving back from there. I'm, I'm in this in the car. My son. And my daughter, I'm on the Schuylkill right now, having a nervous breakdown because I'm not driving and my kid is. The Schuylkill? So, yeah, I'm on the Schuylkill right now. What are you doing in the Schuylkill? Because I was up like three hours away. You made me go to Cabela's and everything like that. Listen, so, there's, there's there's nothing expressive about the expressway. I can't even take it. <laughs> I can't take it. I guess I'm getting too old. And my nerves are shot. I just got a bunch of gray hair driving right now. Yeah, you know? well, yeah. I, I'll take it though. But listen, I'll take any color. I would love to get together with all of you. I miss all you guys, everybody from around the neighborhood. Let's just let's just all get together. We should definitely Seriously, make it happen. Because, yep. Because it's been too long, and you know, I, I really miss you guys. And it would be just fun to sit around and talk and laugh, and you know, even if we have it at my house or whatever, or yeah, go out to eat or something. I would love that. Yeah. No, absolutely. We'll definitely bring up the good memories. We'll definitely do you know? it. And, 
Yeah, Nick, I love this. I love watching this. I'm in the car. I'm like, I got to watch Nikki. <laughs> now we just got to get a few hundred thousand more people to do it. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. I said, well, now we just got to get a few hundred more. Th- yeah. yeah. All right, Carl, I think you're breaking up on me, so I'm going to let you go. All right, babe. Talk right. to you later. All right, Carl. So anyway, what I'm saying is is that uh, 27,000 New Yorkers are moving to Philadelphia, to South Philly every year. And I find that amazing. So I asked, I went up to one of the guys uh, that I that was there on the street, and I'm like, what, how are you guys doing this, man? <laughs> Seriously. It's like you're, you're buying houses for five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars $600,000, and they're like, well, he said, uh, how much do you think I got for my, uh, I tell the story all the time, but how much do you think I got for my row home just like this in New York? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that stuff. And told me $3 million. $3 million. Two point five. I've been getting two point five, three mil, three million for a row home. So they can move. The people from New York are moving down here to to South Philly for a few reasons. Uh, obviously, uh, it's cheaper. Um, they're remote working, so they don't go to an office. They may have to go to the office once a week. So he said, "Like, why should I stay in in New York?" I just come to Philly. It's cheaper. It, we got everything Manhattan does, right? Almost. You know, they're not going to go hungry here. I mean, we definitely can match up with New York with food, if, if not better. Um, so it, they actually wind up making money by moving here. I mean, I guess that's you know people that are good with money. That's the kind of decisions that they make. You know, so they're coming here. They they go to the, they travel to the office maybe once a week couple times a month maybe but in the meantime they're just on a laptop at home in their nice houses that they re they bought for five hundred thousand gutted it and and uh and they're still good they're still good because the amount of money they they uh got for their house in in uh new york but you drive around there you drive around 12th and dickinson it is and thirteenth, you know, Dick is in that whole area. It is, it is just changed, and and it, like, and I don't want to say it's in a bad way because it isn't. This definitely, it's actually a nicer neighborhood now than when I lived in it. They do a lot of events. They have uh, on Thirteenth Street, like Thirteenth and Thasker, they have uh, you know, the Miracle on Thirteenth Street. They, they light, you know, they do all these kind of events. They light up the street at Christmas. Pashunk Avenue has all these different kinds of events, and um, and. Uh, we didn't have that kind of stuff, you know, back then. It was different. It was just a different time. Different time. Like, you know, I know around, I don't know if it was New Year's. Who remembers this? I don't know if it would be New Year's. I think it would be New Year's Eve, uh, stroke stroke of midnight. The trolley on 12th Street would drive backwards, and it would be all decorated. As a kid, that blew my mind. I don't know why the thing is just going, it's just coming the other way on the tracks, but you're so used to seeing them going the right way. Um, you know, that was something I remember back, back just sticks in my head for some reason. But, you know, we had some things like, like that. Um, I remember, but, but, but very far and in between. I remember in the, like the, the 70s, I remember the bicentennial. I remember Mario. Yeah, I think it was Maz, everybody up Wilder Street just completely decorated the street with red, white, and blue. Fire plugs were painted. The pavements were painted. The steps were painted. There was red, 
white and blue flags going across the street. Um, it was back when most of you know most of us loved our country back then. Uh, we still do, but it was more patriotic back then. And uh, I remember that like that was kind of an event gathering event, you know. But nothing like they have now. I mean, they'll just do like there's a car show on Passion Avenue. They just line the whole street with cars. Uh, all kinds of stuff now. It's definitely a nicer area than it was when we lived, when I lived there. Um, but it's just, it's heartbreaking still that when I go around there, um, it, it's it's all gone, you know? Like Joe Bates and 12th and Dickinson and Bernalino, well, Bernalino's is still there, Bernalino's Pharmacy. Uh, it's just, um, it's just not the same. It's like, you know, okay, uh, you know, the, the area we had our we had our time in that area. Now it's time for another generation, different type of people to to grow up there and 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 share what that area will bring. And Passion Gavin is a hopping place, so um, you know if you guys want to come down and eat, that people that don't live here anymore, I mean that's a good place to go. Go to Stogie Joe's or, or Mara's is still there, but uh, it's definitely. Definitely a different different place now, and I kind of wish I, I moved from New York <laughs> because I I, I I can't imagine. I just if I spend that much money five hundred six hundred thousand dollars and you move into a house and then you gut it, I just I don't even think I would. I just don't I don't know. Even if I had the money, I wouldn't. If it was a nice house, you know. But I guess you know they got so much money behind them that they could do it, and it doesn't even you know they just bat an eye, you know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's how much South Philly changed. You know, the neighborhoods that, uh, the neighborhoods that I, when I, I was installing direct TV for a long time in the nineties. And, uh, and some of the neighborhoods that I went in, we would go in armed. I mean, me and my brother-in-law, I mean, it was some bad, it was some bad neighborhoods. Um, and now they're not. They're not. They're they're just really converting over. Like you know, there's still some patches, but even in those patches of bad bad areas, they're they're changing. There's new housing going up. It's just building like crazy in South Philly, in Philadelphia. Period. Everywhere in Philadelphia, but South Philly's definitely seeing a real change. Any anybody a realtor out there that's listening right now? I would love to talk to you if you're a realtor. Anybody listening on Facebook, you see the number, 267-296-2539. I'd love to hear from you guys um, about your times in South Philly, what you miss, or whatever you want to talk about about South Philly. That's what we're here to do. We're here to do it. We're here to, we're here to empty our minds and share our thoughts of South Philly. <laughs> I remember, remember the 80s, the 80s wars. Um. The 80 mob wars, I'm, I'm sh- I should say. That was a time, boy. I got some stories. Maybe I'll do that on the next show. Um, the, 80, the 80 mob wars. That was a mess. That was a mess. Who remembers that? So, okay. Well, anybody. Anyway, I mean, not anybody. Uh, if you missed this, uh, what we did so far, this podcast, you could... You could catch it, uh, just the audio, if you want to, you know, travel or drive and you want to listen to it. We're on uh, Anchor, Breaker Audio, Google Podcasts, PCA, Radio, 
public and Spotify right now. We'll probably be on Apple soon. Um, and, of course, you can always watch the playback of this broadcast on Facebook, on the Facebook Yo South Philly group page, and WPRT Online Radio. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to email me at nickl at lancianoproductions.com. So anybody else out there today that would like to speak to me? 267-296-2539 is the number. I'd love to get one more caller before we call it quits. We're at the little over an hour now. That's pretty good. We had some we had some interaction today. We had some interaction today. You learned about Jenny. Both of them. Both of them. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. So hey guys, listen, there's a good movie we made. Um I don't, you know, I don't like to turn this into anything else, but uh it's it's a good movie. I know there's a lot of anger out there today. Uh, a lot of you're seeing a lot of stuff out on Facebook, uh, you know, all negative crap. It's basically crap. Um, kind of makes you feel bad, you know. Uh, but we had a um, we had a, may, I made a movie called Coffee with God, and it's on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, it's totally free. If you don't, it's a, like a dollar, I think, or a dollar something to rent. Um, we made the movie for like. I don't know, $4,000. And uh, it, it's beating out films that, in festivals that are, you know, have budgets of three, four, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000. Uh, we're really, really proud of it. And, uh, you know, give it, a, give it a watch. It's a really good-feeling movie, Coffee with God on Amazon Prime. Um, I'd love to know what you thought of it. And then maybe we'll take some calls about it on the next show. <clears throat> um even though it's not tip, not a South Philly thing, but um, it's something I think uh, it's refreshing to watch. At least that's what I'm getting. People love it. They love it. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to end the show for today. And it went a lot better than I thought it was because we weren't getting any interaction. I was like, all right, am I still going to do this show or not? You know, because if people aren't going to call in, I'm not going to do this, you know, and it's hard to talk to yourself. At least until I get a counterpart, trying to get somebody to come in, trying to get my old radio crew from my illegal radio days to come in and do a show with me, so I have somebody to talk to, you know, and share share some stories, stuff like that. But anyway, I want to thank you so much um, for joining us, and of course, next Thursday I'll be back. Um, I think we're going to have what I'm trying to have is the owner of Victor's Cafe. Um, come on and interview him uh, and also the owner of John's Water Ice these are two very famous places in South Philly and uh, we'll see you then thanks guys <laughs>